Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live, where your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution of the car breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Very excited. It's uh, it's the Monday show. Also, guys, uh, keep in mind on Simply Bitcoin, we bring on all Bitcoiners from the biggest names to the everyday Bitcoiner. If you want to come on the show, shoot us a, uh, a DM on Twitter and we'll we'll book you in. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting show. The the mempool is completely slammed. Uh, a lot of Bitcoiners have uh, some feelings about that. Absolutely bonkers. But I think the signal, right, and I think that this is going to spur more innovation on second layer solutions, one of which is the Lightning Network. And it's not just me hypothesizing this. Uh, Binance, out of all exchanges, right? The <laughs> number one altcoin casino. It's the first two minutes, so I can't curse. Um, they basically said, "Look, we're gonna we're 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 freezing withdrawals due to Bitcoin congestion." Yeah, um, but uh, but uh, yeah, we you know we're looking into adding uh, the Lightning Network. Uh, which I think is a no-brainer. So, you know, if you take if you take into account what exchanges uh, have said that they're they're adding Lightning, we had Brian Armstrong of Coinbase. He mentioned it. We have uh, due to Pierre Richard's effort. We have Kraken who who added Lightning. Uh, we know that KuCoin, KuCoin has Lightning as well. Um, so, I mean, look. All roads leads in this direction. The beauty of this is that the bigger the exchange that adds lightning capability, um, the market forces are, are basically going to push everyone else to add lightning capability as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about why the mempool is filled. Um, holy cow, do people have opinions on ordinals? Um, that is definitely a, a hot button issue in Bitcoin right now. I take the more libertarian free market approach. If you want to set your money on fire, on fake art, <laughs> or what you would consider real art, you know, that's your opinion. You're perfectly entitled to do that. Um, you know, let let the free market do what the free market does. I think it is a, it is a dangerous road when you kind of go down the path of uh, basically getting to dictate what Bitcoin transaction is allowed and what Bitcoin transaction isn't allowed. So, you know, let the cards fall where they may. Um, and I think that, and I, and I was saying this, I said this on why are we bullish on Friday with, uh, the episode that I did with BTZ sessions, David Bailey and, uh, Jason Meyer. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He's the author of the progressive case for Bitcoin. And I said this, I'm like, look, like if we're going to pay a hundred dollar fees, uh, if that's an in, 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 inevitability, like so be it, as long as Bitcoin stays decentralized. And that's something that a lot of people don't talk about, right? Um, if, you, if you make the blocks bigger, you increase the resource requirements for the average everyday person to run Bitcoin, you know, run a node or run it on your computer. Um, and if you increase the resource requirements, you, you inevitably, the unintended consequence of that is centralization. Because mo most people will, they will outsource that and they'll use a server to do that. So they'll use Amazon Web Services, they'll use Google, they'll use Oracle, right? You, you don't want that. That's, that's not decentralization, that's centralization, right? So I'd be wary. Um, I'm a 
keep the block size as is. I would even say make it smaller so that more people could run their own node. Um, but you know, who am I, who am I to say that I'm just a simple Bitcoiner anyways, everybody, uh, before we start the show, I want to bring up my awesome co-host, always optimistic. How are you doing Opti? How, how much, how much coffee have you had this morning? Honestly, no lie guys. I probably drank too much. I think I drank a whole cold pot of coffee to myself this morning, but I've been up early. I've been up way too early today. So I think I'm just about to, you know, taper perfectly into the show and not have the jitteries on, uh, on camera, but Hey man, it's good to be here. Got a lot of rest. I think I kind of full snedded on Cinco de Mayo. I did a little golfing. As you can see, I'm getting trolled in the chat already. I don't know how to golf, but you know, I'm trying. <laughs> We're learning over here. But yeah, man, uh, I've been watching the mempool all weekend. It's absolutely bananas. <laughs> I, I was blowing, I was blown away yesterday. I was I, it was absolutely insane. I am still uh, you know, a one sat maxi over here. And I dude, I did not want to part with sats, and I'm pretty sure I have a few transactions caught up in the mempool that I should probably bump the fees on. But hey, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh you know I get a reasonable reasonable fee on these transactions. But hey, I might have to bump my fees guys. But it's gonna get crazy. Got up to like 500 sats this weekend or even today I think. I think I saw it this morning that high as well. So absolute madness. I, hey $100 I don't have, fees. Just yeah, bring I, them on dude I don't dollar fees. Bro. I don't care. Bring it on hey, hundred dollar hey, fees. I don't bro. have the deep pockets like Nico here. I'm still stingy with my no, sats. No, relax, relax. <laughs> I'm just a plug. Um but um anyways uh I wanna I wanna introduce our very special guest. She yeah, reached out. She reached out over the orange pull app, which by the way, guys, I literally I make it my mission to go through it every single every single week and I will respond to each one of you if you reach out during the uh, through the orange pull app. Says, hey, can I come on the show? And I said, Absolutely. That is what Simply Bitcoin Live is all about. So Alyssa, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. Hi guys, thanks for having me on. Yes, I love the Orange Pill app. So I am in Sacramento. We have a nice Bitcoin meetup here. We use the Orange Pill app all the time, trying to get more people to come out to our meetup. So it's definitely working well for us. And then, so I am a Nostra native, Bitcoin native, never a shitcoiner except the US dollar. So that's a little bit about me. Wow, she gets it. No, she gets it. That's enough. That's a great introduction. Um, anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the numbers. We got a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. Guys. The Bitcoin conference is literally a week away. When I say the Bitcoin conference, I'm talking about Bitcoin 2023, the largest Bitcoin conference on planet Earth, Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th, not to mention all the other satellite events happening during the week. It is the biggest Bitcoin celebration of the year. I call it the Bitcoin Super Bowl weekend, uh, Super Bowl week. Uh, if you haven't made the pilgrimage, I really, really suggest you you make the trip, you make the journey. 
It's freaking awesome. You will see all you know your favorite Bitcoiners. You will see them in person, in the flesh, and there's there's you can't replace that, right? Because we all kind of you know we all communicate through cyberspace. You know we all communicate through Twitter, but it's something about being in person with your friends that is you, you can't replace that through the internet, right? So I really recommend you do the pilgrimage. In terms of speakers, they announced Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a presidential candidate. He's currently in second place trailing Joe Biden. So there's a non-zero chance we will have a pro-Bitcoin president in the White House, an anti-central bank digital currency president in the White House in 2024. It's a non-zero chance, and that makes me incredibly bullish. We have Michael Lewis. He's the author of The Big Short, Moneyball. Of course, the Chad Saylor, Arthur Hayes, Alex Gladstein, Tulsi Gabbard, we have Adam Back, Jack Maulers, Senator Cynthia Lummis, Stacey Herbert, Lynn Alden, Dylan LeClaire, and many, many more. Opti and I are going to be holding it down on the analyst desk. Uh, I think I'm going to be on a couple panels as well. It's going to be the biggest Bitcoin celebration of the year. You definitely don't want to miss it. Bitcoin 2023. And you can use the promo code simply to get yourself a big discount on the tickets. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 27930 Sats per dollar, 3580 Block height, 788,809. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,096. Blocks to having 51,191. Having estimates April 23rd, 2023. Total Lightning Network capacity, 5,388 Bitcoin. Capacity value, 150 million US dollars. The realized monetary inflation rate is 1.75%. And the market capitalization currently of Bitcoin it's at 540 billion dollars in the grand scheme of things bitcoin is still a baby wait wait, wait nico before you go on i think we're gonna have to add uh fees per block at this point dude just uh just to keep not keep yet. eye on everything not going not on I, I you know what i i know odell is very strong with his predictions <laughs> about the mempool not not clearing I think it's going to clear. Um, yeah, look, Bitcoin has been in this position so many, not quite like this. Okay, I, I might, I, I have to be fair. This one is is a little crazy. Um, but you know, you are also speaking to someone who's cheering on, bring on the hundred dollar transactions, right? Um, anyways, so I just heard to Meester. I'm sure you guys, if you're Bitcoiners, you guys know who this man is. Um, just done incredible work for Bitcoin, and it's interesting. He's talking about Javier Meli, who is currently the front runner for the Argentinian presidential election, right? So you have a country who's currently enduring 104% inflation, a country who got bailed out by the IMF. Um, and one of the clauses was, hey, uh, hey, uh, you know, you have to, we'll, we'll give you these SDRs of which you could print out a thin air. We'll bail you out, but... You must de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin. Obviously, that doesn't work uh, because Bitcoin's incentives stay winning. He did this great thread uh, basically, you know, explaining uh, who this guy is. And I just want to go through it. I really, really enjoyed it when I read this over the weekend. It says, a pro-Bitcoin candidate is leading the polls in Argentina. Our recent Bitcoin report speculated on exactly this. Says a, he says, quote, a similar dynamic is playing out in Latin America. Argentina's central bank recently ran out of dollars and the country once more is veering towards hyperinflation. Will its next president run on a pro-Bitcoin ticket? 
Other countries in the region have noticed how Salvador's vocal Bitcoin stank has unnerved the IMF, and some elites are considering Bitcoin adoption as a way to garner more political independence on the international stage, for example, in Guatemala, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and Colombia. So like... <laughs> And, and again, this isn't just happening in Argentina. This is happening in the U.S. as well. Is why I mentioned Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Ron DeSantis came out with another video bashing central bank digital currencies, of which I have the clip for you guys. Let's check it out. Have a successful economy if every aspect of it ends up being politicized. And so we said that's not going to work for our pension system in the state of Florida. It's not going to work for credit ratings. And we're not going to let them impose social credit scores on Floridians so that their ability to obtain credit is somehow related to whether they're towing an ideological line. Uh, Florida also led in saying, you know, we do not recognize. It's not there yet, but they want to do it. A central bank digital currency. You want them being able to monitor every single transaction you make as a citizen? I know I don't want that. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we talk about the Bitcoin echo chamber a lot, right? And, you know, it, it, they're not quite there. I mean, maybe Javier Mali, the presidential candidate in, in, in Argentina, he's, he's like, no, it's Bitcoin, okay, and the, and the central bank, F that. But I always say this, right? Like, all roads lead to Bitcoin, right? Like you identify central bank as the problem. You identify that central bank digital currencies are going to lead inevitably lead to totalitarianism. Look at China, right? And then they're like, no, we won't do. <laughs> I love how the, the you know, uh, Opti's ex-girlfriend frames it, right? Like we'll allow a bit of privacy, <laughs> you know, like if it's under a certain amount, like we won't check your transaction. And it's like, you know, like a guy has a gun to your head. And it's like, look, I will not use that gun, metaphorically, of course, um, if, you know, like you do everything right. And it's like, but history has shown that governments time and time again, if you give them the power, they will abuse that power in order to protect their political moat. Like they, they do it over and over and over and over and over again. So like it comes to a point where like, what is the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing and expecting different results. Like... Maybe it's trying, maybe it's a crazy idea. Maybe it's time to try something different. Um, but the thing is that this, th this time that we're trying something different, you know, for the political class um, that get a tremendous amount of power from being able basically to issue money for free. And then they'll say like, no, the Fed's independent. L look, every single time Congress is like, hey, uh, you know, uh, we're passing this bill a trillion dollar deficit, doesn't matter. It, it, the Fed foots the bill every time. They just print the money. They create out of thin air, right? So it's like, what, like, yeah, it's independent. Independent, my, my ass. Um, anyways, so here is uh, the current election, you know, uh, polls, right? <laughs> and this guy's actually leading the race. <laughs> this is nuts, right? This is nuts. And keep in mind, like, I love El Salvador. I think El Salvador is the beach, the beachhead for all this. I think what Naim Bukele is doing is so freaking important. But um, Argentina is a massive country, right? Uh, so like if, if <laughs> literally this guy does not mess around, <laughs> this is Malie posing in front of uh, Ga uh, the Gadsden flag, which rated, it originated in 1775. For audio listeners, it's the yellow flag that says, don't tread on me. 
Um, the professor says he decided to pursue a, pursue a career in economics when he experienced hyperinflation at the age of 12. Uh, it's interesting too because I honestly there was uh, there was a and I read about that I wrote about this in Citadel 21. There was a series of events that the 2008 financial crisis really affected my family economically, and I think that really kind of unsettled me and maybe I I I, I did not trust the system. So you know again it's like when when people endure pain they start asking questions. Um, anyways, he goes on to say, here's El País reporting on Meli's plan to stabilize Argentina's economy. The paper struggles to place his philosophy saying, quote, he's been compared to Donald Trump, but in a version of that, unlike the U.S. president, doesn't defend protectionism. Um, and I, I dude, and honestly, bro, I, I like if Javier Meli is a libertarian, right, um, which I am myself, right? Um, anyways, he goes on to say, as inflation rages around the world, People begin to clamor for sound, politically neutral money. What's happening here in Latin America today echoes desires from post-World War II um, Europe. Here's another quote from our Bitcoin report. Um, it says, quote, we consider it. This is a quote from Charles de Gaulle. He was a huge uh, political figure during World War II when... Um, when the Nazis invaded France and... Uh, he was not part of the Vichy government. He he fled the country. And when uh, France was liberated, he became the first president. So Charles de Gaulle is a huge deal. The international airport in Paris, or the old one, is named after this man. So this guy's a huge deal in France. And he goes on to say the quote, We consider it necessary that international trade be established, as it was the case before the great misfortunes of the world, on an indisputable monetary base, and one that and one that does not bear the mark of any particular country. And I'll ask you guys, like, who do you what what currency is best suited for that? Because if it's not, you know, separated from state, I think it will inevitably be co-opted. Right. So, you know, Bitcoin is rules without rulers. It doesn't care where you're from. It doesn't care whether you're from North Korea, uh, South Dakota, Montana or Afghanistan, Cuba. Right. Uh, if you can download a Bitcoin wallet and use a Bitcoin wallet. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. You can now earn Bitcoin. Uh, you can now transact with anyone around the world. You don't even need to, you don't even need to know their name. And they you know, these these people would like you to believe that if you had that type of system, uh, the world would, you know, catch on fire spontaneously. Right. And I would like to say I think they're wrong um, and I think it's time to try something different. I think their system, you couldn't, you can't tell it's a success. Maybe it's a success to the, the very wealthy, but the lower and middle classes that are the people that pay the price for inflation uh, because they don't have the means to save in assets. Therefore, they don't benefit from asset inflation. They get poor. And this is the vast majority of the world. Like enough is enough. It's time to tie. It's time to try something different. It's time to try uh, time to try Bitcoin. And you want to know how I know we're winning? Look at how the IMF responded to El Salvador. Look at how the IMF responded to Argentina. We'll bail you out, but you have to stop Bitcoin. You have to stop Bitcoin. Look at how the United Nations responded to when, uh, look, at, look at their calls to action developing nations. Like we must stop, we just, we, we must stop the adoption of Bitcoin in developing nations because it risks those nations losing 
uh, monetary sovereignty. And, and then you kind of have to ask yourself, like, what does that mean? Like, what, like, are they, they're, they're kind of changing the definitions. Like, what does monetary sovereignty actually mean? What does financial stability actually mean? Because if you use your common sense, you'd be like, oh, obviously monetary sovereignty. Oh, obviously uh, financial stability. No, 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 no. What they actually mean is financial stability for them. What they actually mean is monetary sovereignty for them. As long as they keep control, yeah, it's monetary sovereignty. What I'm advocating for is what about individuals' monetary sovereignty? I think that's where we should be going uh, because clearly their system has failed us. It has failed the millennial generation. It has failed the Zoomer generation. We are poorer than our parents. If you're under the age of 35, you can't own anything. Their own propaganda at this point, the Cantillionaire Conference, which I call the World Economic Forum, they're literally telling you, they're literally telling you, you'll own nothing and be happy. And it's like, okay, but who's going to own everything? They will. That's what they want, right? So yeah, enough is enough. Um, it's time for a Bitcoin standard. And I think politicians around the world are waking up to this reality in the United States, at least. You have the second place for the Republican presidential candidacy, Ron DeSantis, halfway there. And you have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the Democratic side, bipartisan, absolutely love it. He's there as well. Can't stop this thing. Bitcoin's incentives stay winning. Get on the train. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe it's a good idea to get some just in case it catches on. Anyways, Opti, uh, what are your thoughts on this? And then we'll pass it on to Alyssa. Well, first, just on the last thing, there is no second best. So, I mean, why are the, the political candidates that seemingly are endorsing Bitcoin are in second place? This doesn't make any sense to me. But I think this is something we talk for about now. here. For now. I know, I know for in now. In just, five years, they'll be the... the Ika, in just five let years, me make my point. It no. won't be possible <laughs> to not but, endorse Bitcoin. I mean, that's, that's what I was going to say. I, I think um, it's something we've been watching lately on the show. It, it does seem like the political tide is changing and, and in our direction now as Bitcoiners. At least freedom and CBDC coins and total surveillance of your transactions are becoming a point of contention. And obviously, maybe not this having, but the next one, we're going to definitely be the center of the conversation. Um, so it really makes me hopeful to know that at least some politicians still stand by their oath they took when they got in office to uphold the Constitution and the freedoms of the people they represent. Obviously, as of now, it is just kind of lip service and we'll see what actually happens if they do get elected and, you know, moving forward, what will actually happen. But uh, how do you say his name? Mile? What's his name, Nico? Malay, Malay. Malay. Uh, did you see one of those screenshots? He's shitting on John Maynard Keynes. Like, I kind of like this guy. I, I, I think he kind of gets it. So he's, he's based, bro. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm not. I'm. I haven't fully verified this, but a lot of people have been kind of telling me that he is angling a little more towards dollarization. So he's not fully a Bitcoiner yet, but I think he's he gets the problem, and now it's just up to us Bitcoiners to continue to push the solution, which is guys. Uh, it is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the way. And obviously having a money that isn't controlled by a small cabal of people is uh, better for most people on planet Earth. It's just part of the signal that we're going to have to continuously beat the drum on. Yeah, 100 percent. Alyssa, what's your take on this? Yeah, so I think Opti said it. Bitcoin is the solution. And I look at these YouTube videos of the, all these people that have went to El Salvador and they seem so happy there, living on a Bitcoin standard. And I want that for us in America as well. I don't see why that can't happen. 
obviously the CBDC is not the solution. We already have the solution. It's just getting it out to other people in our community. They don't know there's an alternative yet. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's really about getting that getting that that message out there and really staying away from the left and right dichotomy, the left and right, you know, which I I really truly believe in my heart. It's like this divide and conquer uh, strategy by the elites where like they distract you. It's like all your economic woes are caused by the Republicans. All your economic woes are caused by the Democrats. And it's like it, it really falls down to us Bitcoiners because Bitcoiners are the vanguard of this, of this movement, right? It's like, dude, it's not left or right. It's like it's party orange versus party green. It's the people that want to support people that want to force you to use money that steals from you versus the people that are advocating for money that not only does it not steal from you, but it actually increases in purchasing power over time. Right. And we just got to wake people up to this new reality. And the thing is about when the money breaks, you know, as the case with Argentina is when people start asking those very difficult questions and they say, Hey, wait a second. Like I've heard this before. I've heard this a million times. Uh, you know, it's try. It's time to try something different. And the 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 fascinating case of El Salvador is El Salvador went through a thirty year civil war, right? So it got to a point where even Nayib Bukele's political party, it's called Nuevas Ideas, uh, Nuevas Ideas, which is New Ideas, right? So it's like we like we we voted for the same two political parties, and nothing nothing was fixed. Let's try something new, and them trying something new, look at the results, right? You have record, you have crime at record low levels. You have record GDP growth. In my opinion, and I'm, I'm totally biased about this, I think the fact that they uh, uh, they made, uh, they adopted a Bitcoin standard um, is helping the country in ways of which we can't really quite put our finger on. But like the comparison that I would make is, You've been here for a while, or if you're a new Bitcoin, right? Has Bitcoin improved your life? Since you've moved to a Bitcoin standard, has Bitcoin improved your life? Yes or no? Now imagine if a whole country goes through that. Is it a coincidence that that country starts uh, achieving a level of peace and prosperity? Is that a coincidence? What about on the public company front with Michael Saylor, right? Is it a coincidence that Michael Saylor's company is you know outperforming all the tech stocks, the S&P 500, that he adopted a Bitcoin standard? Is that a coincidence, right? These are, these are you know, you could say, no, Nico, that's a totally a coincidence, but I'm telling you, these coincidences are gonna be undeniable when during the next halving, public companies and nation states are gonna have no choice but to look at what's happening in El Salvador, what's happening with MicroStrategy, and say one thing. Satoshi said it very very long time ago, Maybe it's a good idea to get some just in case this thing really does catch on, right? Anyways, that's my take on that. All right, guys, no more delay. Let's jump straight into news. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. 
Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys, I also want to give a shout out to the Orange Pill app, Stack Friends Who Stacks Sats. This is uh, this is how Alyssa came on the show because she downloaded the app and then she sent us a message. Uh, so definitely download the Orange Pill app. It allows you to to connect with fellow Bitcoiners in your area. If you guys are like me, I'm, I start like I hang out with my normie friends. I do. And I love them as much as I love them. We're on a completely different operating system. It, they're thinking in fiat terms, right? I'm thinking in Bitcoin terms. It's crazy, right? So you start to like, you, it's not that you you don't relate to them. It's, you, you know, you, you, you're you you're operating on a completely different mindset, right? I think the fiat mindset, it, it's this, it, it, I think it breeds nihilism. And I think the Bitcoin mindset really breeds optimism, right? So you, you, you want to stack more friends that are on this, uh, optimistic uh, mindset. And the Orange Pill app is perfect for that. It's also the number one resource for Bitcoin only events. And I'm sure you're going to be going, a lot of you guys are going to be going to Miami and your day is going to be full of amazing speakers and talks. But what are you going to be doing at night? There's literally nothing worse than being in a city full of Bitcoiners, not only a city, being in Miami, uh, which is going to be full of Bitcoiners during that time. And you're in your hotel room watching TV. Download the Orange Pill app. Connect with Bitcoiners. See what Bitcoin events are going to be happening. So do it today. Um, Wait, you still have normie friends, Nico? Uh, dude, I mean, I still <laughs> do. I still do. But like, yeah, I, I, I totally get what you're trying to infer <laughs> when you say that. Anyways. All right. Let's talk about what's happening. Um, no, but first I have to I have to give a little bit of context because like I don't think the article really does this justice. This is men. Oh my mem god! Look at, those fees. look at and look at the red, bro. Okay, like there is four hundred and forty-eight thousand uh, transactions in the mempool right now. Wait, can you click the last block, Nico? Which one? This one? Uh, no, the one on the other side of the line. This one? Oh, this. I don't. One. I don't know what colors. Is it purple or blue? Blue. Yeah, purple. Purple. purple? Okay, uh -huh. click that block. Click it. All right, now scroll down. <laughs> Medium. Look at the actual blocks. Uh, Look at all the, like, hover over those little tiny ones, and you can see, yeah, there's oh, a, all someone those got, someone, got a, someone got away with a dollar. How'd they do that? Yeah, there's so, <laughs> so many of these BRC20 uh, transactions in there. It's crazy. You can see them, the 546 someone one. Someone paid $143, brother. Holy crap. Uh, someone Crazy. paid $212. Someone paid 170 Hey, Nico's dream is coming true, okay? <laughs> Bring on. <laughs> it's artificial, though. It's artificial, though. It is. Someone. <laughs> Do you see that? Yo. $1,890. Um, someone played in, 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 in block fees. Uh, this is nuts. This is nuts. Anyways, Crazy. all right. So why is this happening? I think this decrypt article does a great job at uh, at explaining it. Also, not to mention, this is a very contentious issue right now in the community. A lot of people have very strong feelings about it. Some people are saying that this is an attack. Uh, and they and to be honest with you, like the logic behind saying that, I, I don't think it was very bad logic either. Um, so we shall wait and see. Anyways. 
the Bitcoin quadrant of crypto Twitter was a buzz with, or you could just say Bitcoin Twitter, was a buzz with concern on Sunday as some users saw high transaction fees and a congested backlog of transactions as an attack on Bitcoin. There are currently over, which is much higher now, um, there are currently over 400, I'll, I'll add the new number, 488,000 transactions waiting to be confirmed in Bitcoin's mempool as of this writing. Before transactions are added to Bitcoin's blockchain, transactions are sent to the network's mempool where they wait to be selected by a Bitcoin miner and inserted into Bitcoin's next block. Bitcoin transaction fees were also quite high with high priority transactions commanding a rate of around $26. The two, so only, only uh, a 4X until Nico's dream comes true. The two metrics suggested the Bitcoin's network was, and again, I'm not being an asshole when I say this. I just, I know that if that becomes an, uh, an eventuality, what that's going to do is it's going to spur innovation on the Lightning Network, the likes of which has never seen before, because it becomes an issue. It becomes a problem, right? From my understanding, the birth of the Lightning Network was one of the motivations behind it was network congestion in 2017. Right. So like, you know, if you're if you stay complacent, right, you you have no incentive to change. You have no incentive to innovate. Right. So I am so optimistic about lightning. Light, lightning is not a perfect solution. It has trade offs. Right. But this spur, this gets the brightest minds in the space and it forces them to try to come up with a solution to a real problem. Right. Because the reality is that what happens if we go to $100 transaction fees, it kind of prices out a lot of people. Right. So um, anyways, so it goes on to say, quote, high transactions fees are chosen are the chosen pain point by the attacker, probably to make a Bitcoin unusable for small players. Um, you know, it's just something I, I mentioned earlier. Here's Francis Puglio. And I think this is like one of like the most interesting things. So like he posted a meme, which I think is really worthwhile because it explains it perfectly. It's like the old men, like the old elite men. You have like Ronald Reagan, like, you know, all these ex-presidents in there. You guys know the template. Um, and it says, and then we told them, quote, it's a free market, just outbid us, you know? Um, and then here's like the very interesting, um, very interesting, uh, you know, theory of, 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 of what an attack is, right? So it says, if I was evil, I work for the government, give me $10 million, uh, Bitcoin unusable for months, nobody would know. I just mint an infinite and infinite shit coins on BRC 20, call it quote free market, use the Bitcoiners narrative of censorship resistant free market and permissionlessness against them. Um, I mean, you know, and again, I'm telling you, this is good that people are thinking this way because you're thinking from an adversarial standpoint, like, okay, holy crap, you know, think of it like Bitcoin's under attack because that's going to force you it's going to force you. The inevitable consequence of this is it's going to force you to try to come up with solutions, to try to come up with innovations. And then one one thing that I I also mentioned, and I, and I said this on a Cafe Bitcoin Spaces. Um, everyone was very quick to add Taproot when Taproot was necessary in order to add that to to add this new functionality. Right? We should be very very wary of asking, uh, of changing Bitcoin. 
there's unintended consequences. If people foresaw this would be an unintended consequence of adding Taproot, I don't think so many people would have jumped on the train so quickly, right? So we have to be very, very wary. We shouldn't move fast and break things. We should move very slowly and not break things. This is the base layer. This is, we want Bitcoin to be the base layer of the world, right? You want that base layer to be functioning and working very, very well. Anyways, that's my take on that. So it goes on to say one Twitter user named Toma732 pointed out that clogging up Bitcoin's mempool mainly benefits miners, quote, who have who are having a blast while re reaping the rewards associated with higher transaction fees, despite what some are labeling an attack on Bitcoiners. That's right. There's it's getting to the point that the current uh, Bitcoin block subsidy the block fees are you're you're making more in block fees than you are making from the block subsidy which is absolutely bonkers absolutely insane the account claimed that it was only a matter of time before those flooding bitcoin mempool with transactions run out of money making an impact on the network short-lived and i agree with you but also from you have to think from an adversarial stand uh point of view think about what francis says and remember that government specifically the u.s government has a money printer so if it just costs them $10 million, they, 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 you know, they print Jerome Powell, like doesn't even have to press the P button. He could think of it and it would just boop, pop out of thin air. Right. It's, it's, it's not that much money for, for governments with a money printer anyways. So it goes on to say, uh, still others attributed the uptick in transaction fees in Bitcoin si uh, sizable backlogs to ordinals, a protocol used for minting NFT-like assets on Bitcoin called inscriptions. The total number of Bitcoin-based digital assets cruised past 4.3 million on Sunday. According to a Dune dashboard, just last week, inscriptions totaled 2.5 million. So it literally almost doubled. Um, anyways, and I was talking about the unintended consequences. So, and I was saying, I'm like, look, the unintended consequences are a good thing, right? Because it forces innovation. It forces people's hands. Here's Binance right? The largest shitcoin casino on planet earth right now. Um, and they tweeted this out over the weekend or maybe on Friday or Thursday said, we've temporarily closed Bitcoin withdrawals to the large volume of pending transactions. Our team is currently working on a fix and will reopen Bitcoin withdrawals as soon as possible. Rest assured funds are safe food. Um, there is a large volume of withdrawal transactions from Binance still pending as our set fees did not anticipate the recent surge in Bitcoin network gas fees. Our team is working to accelerate the confirmation of all pending transactions. We'll provide update here. Goes on to say, we're replacing the pending Bitcoin withdrawal transactions with the higher fee so that they get picked up by mining pools. We aim to reopen Bitcoin withdrawals in the next hour. And it goes on to say, Bitcoin withdrawals are now resumed on Binance. Um, but I think the signal out of all this is really the second to last paragraph. It says, to prevent a similar recurrence in the future, our fees have been adjusted. We will continue to monitor on-chain activity and adjust accordingly if needed. And I think here's the signal out of all this. Our team has also been working on enabling Bitcoin Lightning Network withdrawals, which will help in such situations, right? So again... You know, the fees went up and that forced Binance to add Lightning, which is interesting, right? Because Lightning kind of kills a lot of the narratives of a lot of those shit coins, right? Oh, it's Bitcoin's too slow. Bitcoin's too expensive. Well, you know, again, I think, uh, and maybe I have an unpopular opinion. Um, yeah, so be it. Let's bring up $100 transaction fees. So be it. Fine. 
because that is just going to spur innovation to fix that problem, the likes of which have we have never seen before. You have we have some of the brightest minds in the world, you know, looking to solve this problem, looking to solve this issue. And of course, my money is on them. <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, maybe it is an unpopular opinion. Maybe a lot of you guys are like, Nico, you're an asshole. Hundred dollar fee. Like, what the fuck? Like, goddamn elitist. What's going on with you? But I would just beg you to just look at the bigger picture. Look, look at what happened over the weekend, right? This literally got Binance, the evil shitcoin casino, to say we're going to add lightning because it, you know, we're, we're trying to fix this problem, right? So, you know, and, and if this didn't happen, do you think they would have said something, right? Would the lightning network really be here if this wasn't a problem in the first place, right? So I, I want, you know, it's good when these things happen. And, and, and maybe that's an unpopular opinion. Maybe, maybe it's an elitist opinion that, I, that I'm calling for $100 fees. And I apologize if you think that is. But I would ask you to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. And I think that all of this is just another stress test to Bitcoin. And what doesn't kill the honey badger makes the honey badger stronger. Anyways, Opti, what's your take on this? And then we'll pass it on to Alyssa. Yeah, well, you know, um, seeing the fees above the block subsidy uh, just shows that Bitcoin will work long term. And I know maybe I, I kind of do feel like this is premature and it's a little bit artificial um, bloat on the chain. And I know that's a contentious take for some people, but uh, it just shows that that Bitcoin works. And then the fees going up shows that Bitcoin works as well. And while lightning isn't a panacea, uh, scaling vertically is the only way we are actually going to get, you know, billions and billions of people on the Bitcoin network you know the shit corner narrative oh my seven transactions per second it's like guys we already know this what's the how finny quote like uh bitcoin transactions will be as scarce in the future as they are today because it'll be high powered money um you know personally on a personal level while this does feel like an attack it does feel like spam bloating the blockchain um Hey, like shouts out to the miners. They're getting paid. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. They're making money right now. And that's why I kind of mentioned on the mempool space, the visuals to kind of look at all those little 546 sat transactions that are paying ridiculous fees. Again, we are all rational. Well, rational economic actors here. So in time, I think they will get priced out. And hey, if people want to burn money right now, yeah, it is going to eventually make Bitcoin stronger. In the short term, I think it's kind of like the standard Bitcoin meme of like just zoom out, lower your time preference and all that good stuff. I really do think that this is going to be a fad. It will pass in time. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things like, are we going to see the mempool clear again? I, I think I think we will. And it's only going to be a matter of time. Personally, I kind of got uh, caught with my pants down because I closed my lightning node. My lightning channel is about a month or so back. So I'm kind of sitting here like, man, I, I didn't I didn't do any proper UTXO consolidation, proper UTXO hygiene, because I, I thought I had more time. And this is just a standard Bitcoin meme where it's like, uh, I can do this in a couple of days, in a couple of months. We're fine. I think everyone is kind of on the same page where it's like, okay, I, I thought this was going to happen later than sooner. But hey, here we are. The time frame has gotten sped up. And I think this is just something that we have to acknowledge and like, yo, okay. Uh, personally, I want to see Bitcoin be used for monetary transactions. And But hey, I'm a free market maxi. And if they want to spend money to inscribe or, you know, whatever BRC20 stamp, 
data into the blockchain. Like, who am I? I'm just a person. I'm going to just have to outcompete them with my fees. So, you know, will we see one SAP fees again? I really hope so. But uh, we can stay solvent a lot longer than they can stay DGENs. And again, I just hope people prepared for this. I saw the Matt Odell meme. I actually, I think I put it in the meme review. Like, you did prepare for this, right? Uh, I, I think a lot of people didn't prepare for this. But connecting this with the Binance news, uh, I think Lightning is non-negotiable moving forward. And I think any exchange that doesn't have Lightning at this point is going to kind of have to kick that into high gear as we start moving forward. As we get into this next bull run, I think everyone should have some kind of Lightning connected to their exchange so that when we do onboard the newbies out there, we're, we're not sitting here like, oh yeah, you know, your transaction will take whatever and the fees are extremely high. But again, I think this just shows that the true price of freedom uh, is currently or was currently underpriced. And kind of to Nico's point, you know, maybe the $100 fees will be uh, in the long term the true price of transacting freely on a decentralized network. And that's just something that we're all going to have to, to live with. And then, uh, you know, the little PSA to all the shitcoin DGENs out there. I know L uh, Lightning isn't the panacea, but hey, uh, use Liquid. That's like literally what it was made for, guys. Like quit spamming my blockchain. But again, uh, you know, it's not my blockchain. I, I'm just a user of the network. So it's just uh, it's just something we're going to have to move forward to. But hey. Can we all acknowledge that Binance tweet of them talking about the Bitcoin gas fees? Like, what is going on? The, the, the Twitter intern over there at Binance needs to get that. I hate, you know what? I, I hate the framing where they're like, oh, you know, it's Bitcoin's congested. Like, like it kind of infers like it broke. Because like, I, I remember them using like very similar language to like when like Solana actually breaks. Um, it's like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. But again, I think the silver lining to all this is that, you know, these uncomfortable situation forces the market forces, forces these players to come up with solutions. And Binance is like, look, we're going to have to add lightning. Like, that's just the reality of it, you know. And, you know, it's as uncomfortable as it is for us Bitcoiners that, you know, are Bitcoin only, like, you know, ask yourself, would Binance have what? Could you have ever imagined Binance saying this if they weren't forced to be put in this position in the first place, right? And I think if you have Kraken, if you have Binance, uh, it's just going to force all the other shitcoin casinos to follow suit. It's going to force Gemini. It's going to force uh, Coinbase. It's going to force uh, eventually Robinhood. It's going to force all these networks to do the same. And then, you know, it starts to become a point where... Uh, Bitcoin is really, it, it is really, it's faster. Like the lightning is faster and cheaper than any of these shitcoin al alternatives. Um, and all the narratives of like, oh no, everything has to be on the main chain, right? Um, anyways, Alyssa, what's, what's your take on all this? Yeah, so two things. One, I think focusing on the Bitcoin only exchanges, Strike, Swan, we don't need these other exchanges that are way behind, don't even have lightning in place yet. So and then the second thing, running a lightning node. So Bitcoin only Sacktown, our meetup group, we just had a presentation done by a member on how to run your own lightning node. We're running a node for our group so that we can transact with each other. We sold some avocados. We had a Bitcoin merchant sell some mugs to group members and it works. It's instant. Yeah, 100 percent. And that's I think that's really the signal there, right, is that Bitcoin works. Right. You know, the lightning network works. 
Um, anyways, oh boy, I'm excited for the culture. But before we get into the culture, guys, I, I want to give a shout out to BitPlates. Guys, don't don't store your Bitcoin seed, your generational wealth. Don't store it on paper. You got to store your Bitcoin wallet backup seed words. You got to store it. You got to be smart. You got to you got to you got to make it over the finish line with all your sats. You want to store it on steel. It's easy to use, hard to destroy. Bitplates Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet a backup seed words and passphrases made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel offering the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures. And you can use the promo code simply to get 10% off any Bitcoin, I mean, sorry, any BitPlates products. Anyways, everybody, let's jump into the culture. We got a lot to talk about. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, everybody, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not an ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. And of course, if you have any questions, doubts, concerns, you can always send me a DM on Twitter and I'll be happy to answer them. Anyways, Opti, uh, what are we talking about today, brother? Well, we're going to feature Alyssa. So let's just start with uh, the fact that you are a core organizer to your local meetup. Where can people find your meetup? Uh, when do you guys meet up? All that good stuff. Yeah. So I'll post it in the notes, I guess, in the show notes. But yeah, we're just on Meetup right now. Um, Orange Pill app, we post our events, Twitter, Noster, all of it. And then we meet up at least two or three times a month right now. We're running a coffee meetup, an education, and just like a social grab a beer and talk about Bitcoin. So we're really trying to grow our community, grassroots, trying to talk to vendors at farmers markets, and go around to local businesses, talk about Bitcoin, just doing what we can. Awesome. So on Meetup, what do you what do they search? Sacktown Bitcoin? Is that what you call um, it? We're Bitcoin only Sacktown. There's a crypto group, so we had to differentiate ourselves. Oh man, uh, how many people have have been at your group lately? Uh, we usually run about twenty people per event. So I know we're missing a lot because I'm like, this is a a big city, so. We just have to reach other people. They don't know where we are yet, I guess. Love it. Well, hopefully we can get you some more people there. But yeah. I, I think uh, one of the interesting points, when I did try to search you this morning, I realized you're not on Twitter or anything, but I find it interesting that you're on Noster. So how do you like Noster and you're not on any social media at all? Me, myself? Yeah, I'm only on Noster. I'm not on any other social media personally. Um, not my thing. <laughs> Wow, a unicorn in this day and age. Yeah. Amazing. So how do you like Noster? I like it. I'm not on there all the time, just slowly trying to follow more people. I guess it's hard to find the public keys for other people to find them, but 
I think it's going to grow and it's going to get easier. So yeah, it's nice hope so. from the start. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, our show, I can only guess, is mainly guys in the chat. And there's the running meme in Bitcoin of we need more women in Bitcoin. So what's your thoughts on this, Alyssa? Yeah, I think we do have some really cool women. Lynn Alden, Natalie Brunell, and it's just getting more of us out into the public eye because I think we do exist for sure. But no, it is very male-dominated right now, but I don't see why we can't have more women. I 100% agree. So have you orange-pilled your friends or do they do they think you're a crazy Bitcoiner? What's going on over there? Yeah, I'm working on it slowly but surely. And I think it's the fact that letting them know that I am a Bitcoiner and that's what I'm doing, period. So they can come to me when they get to the point. So they know I'm available. I'm a great resource. So I'm trying not to push too hard for some people. Genius. I tell everyone all the time, sometimes you got to incept the idea without actually saying the B word because it instantly pushes people off and just like showing people that there is a problem right now. So absolutely love it. Uh, let's see. What else do we got over here? Okay. You got you hit Nico on Noster or Orange Pill app. What's your thoughts on building your local community and having Bitcoiners in real life that you can hang out with? Yeah, I think it's great. I love meeting up with other Bitcoiners in real life. Um, I was in Yosemite over the weekend and I messaged a Bitcoiner there on Orange Pill app. So you're going to find them everywhere on Orange Pill app, which is cool. Uh, and then I think I did message Nico on Noster, but yeah. And then I think the nice thing about Orange Pill app too is just you can meet people anywhere. So I'm going to go to Bitblock Boom, looking forward to it. Hope I can see you guys there. And hopefully I'll be able to message people and make some connections to meet up when I'm there as well. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely be at Bitblock Boom. Uh, you did tell us, I don't know where they got this to Nico, but you are looking for a job in Bitcoin. What are you trying to do? What yeah. skills do you have? What What's, uh, what's the end goal here? Yeah, so I actually shout out Meat Mafia. I kind of there. I'm interested in that. And then um, Texas Slim. So I'm a registered dietitian. So I'm really interested in nutrition, preventing chronic diseases. So and I'd love to just be on a full Bitcoin standard, get paid in Bitcoin, transact in Bitcoin, and just be done with the US dollar because it doesn't have any value for me whatsoever. Wow. Absolutely love it. So uh, to all the guys in the chat, I'm sure they're wondering, are you a carnivore? No. So my <laughs> approach is more whole foods. Meat is a whole food, so it counts. But I think just overall whole foods, so things that are minimally processed, fruits, vegetables, nuts, dairy. Okay. All right. So uh, I don't know. Are you taking on some customers or you, you need some you have some some uh, like courses out there? I'm sure people will pay you in stats for those. Yeah. And so that's something I'm really looking into right now. I am working my fiat job and I would love to get away from it because it is a little depressing. I basically try to help people with obesity, diabetes, chronic kidney disease and hypertension daily. And the onslaught is never ending. And I, I think Bitcoin's going to fix the healthcare system long term. But right now, the incentives are very broken. Uh, the industrial food system has really created this environment 
of obesity, and this is based on government regulations that have allowed this to happen. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I think everyone is has a huge crush on you and they all are asking me if you're single, but don't answer that if you don't want to. I think it's just them trolling. So, uh, man, really, really breath of fresh air to have you come on the show. But hey, what would you tell the ladies if there's some girls out there? They're they're loosely on the edge. They maybe just found this show by chance. They're not fully bitcoined yet. They just kind of have like uh, I don't know. Maybe their boyfriend's telling them to watch the show or whatever. What is your orange pill? You know, uh, speech. Your your elevator pitch. I think. Oh gosh. All right. Well, you guys get it. And I love seeing people around my age, millennials. I do tell people, I know we're never going to own anything. There's no comparison to like our grandparents and the amount that they were able to own in assets. We have these student loans. We have a broken economic system that we have been given. And so Bitcoin's going to fix this. And the signal is very strong at Simply Bitcoin. And that's why I would even direct women this way, just because all you're going to get is the Bitcoin signal here. Absolutely love it. Yeah. One of the things uh, that I saw in the message this morning, and it's something I say all the time, and Nico kind of gets mad at me all the time, is uh, us spreading the Bitcoin propaganda. I just like that message, and I'm glad that you used it as well. Uh, what's your thoughts on spreading the or uh, fighting fire with fire? And, you know, we know the corporate press is is giant propaganda machine and we just do our little part to spread that signal. So I'm glad that you appreciate the propaganda. What's your ideas on the just the message that Bitcoin signal is propaganda? Yeah, and I only like Bitcoin propaganda, so... <laughs> But oh, <laughs> nutrition wise, I wanted to shout out Opti. You were fasting the other week. And that's kind of one of the things I've been talking about, too. Not these crazy fasts, but just like a nice 12 hour fast getting back to the basics. Yeah, I mean, I, I normally do intermittent fasts like that's what I do. I, I'm pretty much on like OMAD one meal a day. But uh, one of my friends inspired me. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a 36 hour fast here. We'll see if I can incorporate those more, uh, you know, generally in my diet. But I'm pretty much a carnivore over here, intermittent fasting. Yeah, but they've found intermittent fasting really does improve and prevent chronic diseases. So it's really great that you're doing that for yourself. Well, I say it all the time. We got to be fit mentally, physically, and spiritually because we are in a monetary war and they want you weak, poor, and not owning anything. So, Alyssa, continue to spread the signal. I hope you get a Bitcoin job. I hope maybe you become your own your own Bitcoin boss because you're really on the mission. And like I think everyone, I'm speaking for everyone in the chat, you really are one of the unicorns out there, not on social media, a Bitcoiner, and eating healthy. Kudos to you. And shouts out to, what's it, Bitcoin only Sacktown. I hope we can get more people there for you. Yeah, hey, sounds great. Thanks, guys. Let's go. Nika, jump in. You got a, a question, comment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, Alyssa, it's it's people like you. It's this is and you know, of course, we all have to push forward, right? As a group, you know, you know, fighting for fighting for freedom, fighting to push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution forward, but it you know, I I, I wanna highlight the importance of individuals doing this, right? And I also want to highlight the fact that you don't need to be a content creator. You don't need to be a Twitter influencer. You don't need to have a large account. Um, 
I say this all the time. I said this at Bitcoin 2022. Every tweet and every meme counts. Uh, the metaphor I used is, you know, tweet. if tweets are bullets, memes are artillery in this narrative trench warfare that we're fighting on the battlegrounds of the internet. And this is an all-encompassing war, right? This is an all-encompassing conflict. So on every level, it seems like, Alyssa, you're, you're really focusing on the nutritional aspect, on the health aspect. But you know what? Bitcoin, you mentioned it. Bitcoin fixes that. Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin fixes the incentive structure. And what currently is happening is the incentive structure is broken, right? So then, then there's unintended consequences of that incentive structure being uh, broken. And I'm just so glad that you not only are trying to put a Band-Aid over the problem, you're aware of what the cause of that problem is in the first place. And I think that if people awake, uh, awaken to this reality, um, you know, uh, I think Marty Bent said it, right? Fix the money, fix the world, right? And I truly, truly believe that in my heart. Wait, wait, Nico, before we move on, can I ask Alyssa one more question? How did you get orange pill? So my boyfriend orange pilled me. He basically started in with Legend. the podcast in the car and I had no choice but to listen. And eventually <laughs> it started making sense. I, Let's I, go. I literally, I literally <laughs> did the same. I did the same. It's like, I just talked so much that, you know, it got to a point where like after a couple of years, my girlfriend's like, you know what? Okay. I like this Bitcoin thing. Maybe you're just not a crazy, insane person. Um, but it's all, you know, this is what it's about. You know, you're, Wait, you're, we're not crazy. I'd say. <laughs> I, yeah. I think we're a little bit crazy, bro, but I think, you know, all revolutionaries are, are crazy. I think and at the end of I the think day. Flyers help too. I've been posting flyers at the gym and at the grocery store, just hoping somebody sees it and it makes sense to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Wow. I think 100%. she's doing more than we are. Do you go? Jeez. I know. I know. We're, we're slacking. We got to pick it up. All right, everybody. <laughs> no more delay. Let's jump straight into the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboomrax. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboomrax. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboomrax. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboomrax. All right, guys, I want to tell you about the touching of the tips ceremony uh, BTC Sessions and I are going to be coming together in Miami prior to the Bitcoin conference, May 16th at 11 a.m. at Bitcoin Grove. What's going to be happening? I will have a, a strip of my hair dyed blonde uh, by the lovely Mrs. Sessions. We will also be doing a live Simply Sessions news stream. We'll be having giveaways and prizes and uh, goes on to say, the luxurious golden lock shall combine and possibly create a god, a god candle, the likes of which Bitcoin has never seen before. And of course, we'll be having a, a few drinks and enjoy each other's company. So I hope to see a lot of you guys. It's basically the first uh, Simply Bitcoin event that we've ever thrown. And we're going to be doing it with the legendary BTC sessions. So I hope to see a lot of you guys in Miami hopefully come to this event. It's going to be a great time. And I'm kind of nervous. I've never dyed my hair, uh, but I feel like it's a rite of passage as a YouTuber and specifically as a Bitcoin content creator. Uh, you know, it's going to happen. Uh, I was kind of in the fence between, you know, dyeing a streak of my beard blonde or my hair. I'm, I think I'm going to go with my hair, but I think I'm going to do it on the opposite side of Ben so you could differentiate us in the crowd. Um, 
anyways, so I hope to see you guys there. You can get your tickets quickly, um, and the link is down below. Anyways, Opti. Wait, uh, wait, wait. You never had a blonde tip phase when you grew up, bro? Never, bro. I've what? never done this before. This is wow. all new to me. This is new territory. I don't me. believe you. Fake news. Okay. I'm going, through a long hair, I'm going through a long hair phase right now, but that long hair phase is, is going to end very soon. Um, and now I'm going to frost a tip. Uh, phase, I guess. Wow, Rico Suave over here. Okay, guys. Anyways, anyways, this is the meme review. This is what you guys come to the show for. Uh, today's gonna be a little, a little clunkier because I wanted to play a video. And I gotta, I gotta do things to make the you guys hear the audio. But anyways, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information war. Get out there like Alyssa and be guerrilla marketers for for the crazy Bitcoin signal. And let's spread Bitcoin only signal everywhere so more people realize that we have the solution to the world's problem because the money's broken, stupid, and we can fix it with Bitcoin. Anyways. This first meme is by Price in Bitcoin, and I've been seeing this uh, this this play on shorts and uh, you know TikTok videos all over the internet, and we finally got some some Bitcoin versions of this, and I, I really like this one because I felt this way over the weekend. Uh, anyways, Price in Bitcoin goes or Price in BTC on Twitter goes my low sat Bitcoin transaction waiting around in the mempool, and here we go. What are you doing? Hmm? What are you doing? Nothing. Me? <laughs> Just hanging around. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, my very low sat uh transactions are just hanging around in the mempool i have i'm literally have like three different transactions that are chilling right now that aren't going anywhere and i kind of need the money anyways anyways here we go the next meme this one is by finn j or finny j and uh of course i'm going to just continue to double down on uh the sats and the fees and the ordinals and all this stuff going over the over the weekend anyways we got a bell curve here and we got um, some left side of the bell curve go, duh, ordinal people will run out of Bitcoin eventually. And then we got the midwits that go, oh my God, the NFT people are killing Bitcoin with JPEGs at this rate. Financial transactions will never be able to go through this. This is going to kill Bitcoin. What the F? And then we got the right side of the bell curve goes, the ordinal people will run out of Bitcoin. This too shall pass. And hopefully we will get a cleared mempool soon. Anyways, again, we are beating this horse and we got Odell here and we got the classic Anakin Skywalker meme and what's her name? Padme. And it goes, uh, mempools are busy. Fees are high. And Padme goes, you prepared for this, right? And we got Anakin with the smile. Nope. You prepared for this, right? I felt this one because I thought I was prepared, was not prepared. And, uh, you know, I don't have any lightning channels open. Yeah. It, you know, it is what it is. And then again, this is what I'm going to feel like when my transaction finally goes through. Probably, I don't know, when I bump the fees. Anyway, this means by Seed Signer. And we got a girl whispering or, yeah, girl whispering in your ear. And it goes, your transaction is confirmed. And you get the goosebumps. This is how I'm going to feel when my transaction finally gets confirmed or I have to bump my fee. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how low my time preference can go out. Anyways, this next meme is by Austin Herbert. And it goes, Bitcoin was born on the left. Bitcoinization began on the right. Now, uh, I think this one might be a little hopeful, but I like the meme nonetheless. And we got, uh, you know, the Great Recession, 2008, all the banks blowing up when Bitcoin was born. And then we got the line in the middle, 2016. And then today we have all the recent bank failures 
ushering us into hyper Bitcoinization. Absolutely love it. And here we go. Memeing Bitcoin, it goes, Bitcoin is the money of the future. And you can see the future of Bitcoin. It's going to be a wonderful world that we can only barely imagine today. Uh, what CKO we say? We are not smart enough to understand how hyperbization will happen. And this is the first step moving forward. So, you know, keep thinking out there. Anyways, this is the last meme is by the BTC therapist and it goes, BTC helps you escape the matrix. And we got all of the legacy media FUD uh, machines, whether it is the propaganda machines, whether it is the banks, whether it is Coinbase and Binance, whether it is, you know, Visa and Apple and Crypto.com and all the shit coins of the world like Greenpeace and Bloomberg and all that good stuff. And we got the button opt out, opt out, hit it, opt out, hit it now. And then you can opt in too. The Bitcoin standard, and we got Bitcoin standard. We got some ASICs. We got a McDonald's hat. We we got El Salvador. The Bitcoin logo. The stop the press. We got the little hodler. We got you know a block clock. And dude, you put gold in here. But anyways, anyways, we got the simple huh. Bitcoin logo. We got some orange pills. We got jades and cold cards. Uh, opt into this, and we got a little Nostra over here, guys. Uh, shout out to Bitcoin therapist. He's killing it. All right. All right, Nico. Uh, drop Bitcoin, your meme. Bitcoin the therapist is one of the best memers on Bitcoin Twitter right now. So shout out to him. He is absolutely fucking slaying it. Okay, I got. I, I will. I'm switching it up in real time. Drop your meme review score in the chat, and we will cover ours live. I have this box of matches. Okay. Um. In honor of Alyssa coming on today, I'm gonna give it a COQ10. If you know, you know. What is that? I don't know. Apparently, it's like good for your energy and your heart. I don't know. Your girlfriend made you get that, huh? No, no. I totally, I, I dude, I, I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, okay, these are one of the vitamins I need. Oh, and check it out. Is that not an orange pill? Wow. Nico's literally taking orange pills. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Orange pills for life. <laughs> um, Alyssa, what would you give those scores? All right, mine is some dark chocolate covered coffee beans. Oh my Excellent god! Excellent snack here. Ooh. Nickname Go Go Beans. Get some caffeine and some chocolate, right? I love that. I love Me that. Me too. I'm a huge fan of dark chocolate. I love that. All right, everybody. So before we start to read the scores, I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor, Opti and I wear it every single day. And guys, I got some good news for you guys. The only thing that isn't sold out is the snack, the, the snapback. Uh, and I made it easy. You could literally scan the QR code. It will take you directly there. You could use the promo code simply dash Bitcoin. Get yourself some Bitcoin merch. I talked to the represent guys. They're gonna, they, they are dropping more Bitcoin merch, more simply Bitcoin merch very, very soon. And you could use the promo code simply dash Bitcoin, get a major discount, anything on the represent ltd.com score. Anyways, Opti, uh, let's get to, uh, let's get to some scores, bro. But first. All right, Nico, uh, I'm pretty sure you can read this one, but I'm getting trolled because I don't know how to play golf. So there, there's a lot of golf memes over here. Okay. Golf memes. It is. McLovin. I give the memes an industrial grade ball washer for Opti's new caddy. <laughs> 
No, but <laughs> I think that's it, kosher. It is because it, it's not kosher. You gotta clean your golf balls. You gotta clean your golf no, balls. No, if you know, you know. There's there's industrial grade golf ball cleaners. You guys have never used one before. They're fun as hell. You just like you pump it in with your with your foot. Anyways, Sir Grome 007 says, "I give the memes a little blimp that the 2008 banking crisis will become in comparison to 2020's crisis." Opti's golf caddy, Janny Janny Yellen, Opti's number one fan on the golf course, Janny and a and thigh high golf skirt. <laughs> All right, next one, the P Man Van, one 1974 Sunburst Gibson Les Paul, very Ooh, nice. You know, you know. All right, it's basic biology. I give the memes ten bars of Golden Press Latinum. Okay, let's go. Mikhail says, I give the memes a mempool full of fasting honey badgers. Frank Arn says, I give the memes all the fees I lost by closing my lightning channels four months ago. <laughs> Facts. Olaine, Alyssa, and smart women around uh, uh, everywhere take over Bitcoin and spread the word, word in 2024. I love that. I love that. Yes, we need more women in Bitcoin. Tucson Bitcoin, I give the memes Udi's sunglasses all right opti and <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of simply bitcoin live if you enjoyed the show you know what to do smash that like button if you feel like we provided you value consider subscribing but the number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful bitcoin revolution forward is share all bitcoin content get the signal out there i mean Alyssa, that's how you got orange pills yourself right yeah so, yeah, just share all Bitcoin content and, you know, eventually people will catch on. Anyways, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us on Simply Bitcoin Live. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Noster is it. So I will post my public key in the show notes, I guess. Awesome. So, yeah. So send us your public key and then we'll we'll be sure to blast it out. Anyways, Alyssa, thank you so much. Wait, wait, for- wait. Plug, uh, plug Sacktown. Are they calling yeah, it Sacktown Bitcoin now? only Sacktown. Yes, Bitcoin only Sacktown. So we are no crypto, Bitcoin only. I love that. I love that. Anyways, Alyssa, thank you so much for for uh, for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin. If you want the party to continue, we are holding it down right now on Twitter Spaces with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin. Best place to build your Bitcoin stack. The number one place to build your Bitcoin stack. Visit swan.com if you haven't already done so. It's freaking epic. Anyways, guys, we'll be holding it down till 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Other than that, we'll see you tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Well, you already know the deal. This is a Bitcoin-only space by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. So come up here, add your two sats to the conversation. Do not have me sit up here on my soapbox for 30 minutes. It's a lot more fun when we all spread the signal together. Anyways, what a great show. Shouts out to Alyssa. I honestly think she's doing more for Bitcoin than we are. We're just here on YouTube. She's got guerrilla marketing at her local whatever gym or grocery store absolutely killing it take a note from her book and start guerrilla marketing bitcoin everyone absolutely epic and also shouts out to her boyfriend the the real mvp here